and Mitch. Come on in. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday, guys. Hi, guys. I've had the most embarrassing afternoon of my life. Oh, dude, what's happened to you now? Oh, I just feel like this is going to be an exaggeration. No, this is true, and I'm not adding any mayo to it. As you know, I'm in my <laughs> fit girl era, and I'm walking every day. Mm, you I'm doing are. my hot girl walks. Yeah. Every single day. I'm enjoying the constant Instagram updates. You know, it's, it's what's it called? Accountability. Yes, that's Accountability it. and insanity, I think, because <laughs> I've, I've developed these blisters on my feet because I'm running 10 kilometers a day, so I thought I'll treat myself to get some new shoes. So I've just been shopping to get a pair of shoes. I went to Foot Locker, and you know what Foot Locker, they have like that really fancy like bio scan that you stand on and they measure your feet to yeah. see what kind oh, of shoes you and need. And like the pressure, the, the dispersion of weight, yeah, all that stuff. But you have the most, dis- like we saw them on Monday, revolting blisters on your feet at the moment. Yeah, I had to take my shoes off in the studio because they were so sore. So I go to take, he goes, take your shoes and socks off. So I take my shoes and socks off and I stand on the biometric no. scanner and my blister um, bursts <laughs> on the Foot Locker biometric scanner. Why did, not? did you stand on it with what was happening on your feet? Already <laughs> Disgusting. No, that's fair because blisters, it's just skin. Revolting. You wouldn't have known that's going to pop just from standing but it was, on it. Did it was you such see a, it? It was such a big blister that the attendant, you could hear it, it went, and then it, it squirted <laughs> about 40 centimetres and he went, I'm going to have to uh, um, get you to clean that up. It's like and I said, yeah, that's all right. You brought me a rag and I just wiped it up. There is nothing more humiliating than having to clean up your own blister pus. Yeah, it was horrific. Out of the foot. Uh, that. Did you, did you purchase the shoes? Yeah, I've got a heavy pronate, so I got to the <laughs> Well, bottom, everyone, it can, it's only up from here for the rest of the show. Put it that way. <laughs> All right, it is big. Um, next, we've got an Ask Uncut. This is the big question. Is it okay to get your partner to give up something that they love? Can you make them give it up? Ooh, ultimatum vibes. Mm, yeah, it's I mean, you I, me. I don't know the details, but I'm going to say yeah. All right, we'll get to that next. Plus today, <laughs> if you want to go see Taylor Swift... Uh, we got a full row of tickets to the Air As Well Tour. Yeah, an entire row for you and your friends. This is like the hottest giveaway of the year. Yeah, if you want them, um, 131065 is the number. It is happening real soon here at The Pickup, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head in today, great savings every day. It is The Pickup, Britt, Laura and Mitch here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Try the new fragrance, DC 10 Sport, 100ml by Dan Carter. New and exclusive to Chemist Warehouse for just forty nine ninety nine. Let's do this, ladies. Ask Uncut is a show favourite where you guys, you call in with your deepest, your darkest, your biggest problems and we do our best to answer them. We have Samara on the phone and she Mm. wants to know whether she can force her partner to give up something. Hi, Samara. Hi, guys. I have a problem. So I have asked my boyfriend to stop vaping. Ah, what did we say? And what's the problem? The dreaded vaping. So basically, for context... My grandfather, um, he has been a smoker his whole life. It's kind of traumatic for me and I, I'm so against it. I don't like smoking. I don't like vaping. It's just, it's not for me. Um, problem is he hides it. He only does it at work. He has kind of said that he won't stop purely because everyone else does it. And, you know, he's basically addicted to it and he won't stop. How do you know um, he does it at work? Is it because he walks home like a big giant walking blueberry? Was that was that how he yeah. smells? <laughs> yeah, and I've asked him, and he also says like, yeah, like I do, I do do it at work. Right. Um, so is, is this something? Is it something he started doing after you guys started dating, or did you start dating him knowing that he was a vapor? Nope, it's a new thing. Ugh, I'm, you know, I don't find yeah. this hard to answer. I actually think you can 100 percent do an ultimatum in this sense. Like for me, smoking. Smoking more so than vaping, but with this new research that vaping is just as bad for you as smoking, 
it's a deal breaker for me. Someone's going to smoke. I don't want to be with them. And it's just a personal choice. I don't think you can come in really aggressive being like, it's the vape on me. But I think you need to really get across your feelings, how upset it makes you, how much you hate it and how much you don't want to have a life with it because that's what it is. And if he still doesn't understand and doesn't even want to try and give it up, then I 100% think it's reason to to look at going elsewhere. Yeah, but devil's advocate, it, like it is a genuine addiction. Like these things are packed with nicotine. What does your boyfriend say when you explain to him how upset it makes you about your grandfather? Obviously, this mm. has been something that he's aware of. And then he's kind of disregarded your feelings about that and just gone and done it anyway. To him, it's no big deal because mm. he, he doesn't have this, I don't know, traumatic background of, you know, having a loved one who's suffered the consequences from smoking. I've told him how unattractive it is. Like, it's just, it's not what I'm into. Like, he is perfect in every other way besides that. Do you think that you would be able to be, to be able to continue to be attracted to him if he does keep vaping? Because, I mean, you might get the ick. Yeah, like, no, because... I've set my boundaries and he is basically just ignoring them. It also looks ridiculous. Like oh. walking around yeah. with a vape with like blueberry and walnut and Can whatever else. Can I suck else. a pina colada like grow up? I know. It just looks it looks stupid. Yeah. I, and yeah. I understand it for people. The only the only way I understand it is, Mitch, you, you are right. It's an addiction and it's very easy for people that aren't addicted to say stop. Addictions do control your life. I feel like a vape is a step in the right direction for people that smoke, trying to mm, wean yes. their way off it. And I'm all for people doing vaping as a way to completely stop smoking. But if you're just doing it because you think it's cool, spoiler, it's not. You're like an idiot. It's not cool to kill yourself. I'll always say that. Like, that's what smoking does. <laughs> no, it's No, but right. it's not. Like, smoking, we know. The science says this is yeah, highly yeah, yeah. likely to kill you one day, to cause cancer, to, to do all these things, to have breathing problems, and people are still like, yeah, it's not going to happen to me. I I mean, I completely agree with that, Britt, but it doesn't matter that it's smoking. I just think it's really disrespectful. Yeah, I actually have an idea because the, the flavours are what hook the young kids in. Yeah. I think we actually should start making savoury vapes yeah. and then no one will start smoking them. Like, imagine being at the club and being like, can I have a suck of your, your moussaka, please? I don't oh, know. I feel can like I have a- some broccoli? Yeah, is that beef bourguignon you got over there? Give me a whip of that, bad boy. Like, that stopped people, the kids from doing it. Don't you think it was Brussels sprouts? <laughs> yes. I don't know, though. I feel like the nicotine might be what keeps them addicted. Maybe. All right. Thanks, Samara. If you want to get in touch, you can hit us up on thepickup.com.au and uh, get an Ask Uncut on the air with us. We'll give you our advice. Well, I feel like this is becoming like a really common occurrence. It's the di- Delilah Dilemma. That's what I'm calling it. The Delilah Dilemma. Dilemmas of Delilah. Anyway, oh, you want to put it. Delilah. Delilah's my dog. Yeah. My Australian Shepherd. And every week there's another issue with her. And there's there's a pretty big one. And I don't know if I have the bigger problem or Delilah has the bigger problem. All right. I think it'll be you, but that will be discussed <laughs> next on The Pickup. <laughs> hey, it's The Pickup with Britt, Laura and Mitch Thursday. Arvo, welcome. Um, heading to Chemist Warehouse today. Great savings every day. There are wild scenes happening at the dog park. Oh, ladies my God. And my dog Delilah and I, it is, it's become a thing. It's called Delilah's Dilemma. Every week we have a dilemma. And this is probably the worst, I mean, the worst thing that's happened to us together since her conception two years ago. At the local dog park, there's always the same people and the same dogs in the area. Everyone knows each other, okay? So at my dog park, I just found out through the grapevine that there was a birthday party, a dog's birthday party. What the owner did... <laughs> was send out invitations to all the dogs and the dog's owners because the dogs can't read. Sent them out to the dogs and the dog's owners um, that they were having a birthday party for this dog. And then they hired a venue out for the dogs. They hired 
a minivan. No. The minivan went around and picked up all the dogs from their houses. Not the owners. This is dogs only. They went to the venue that had loads of toys, dog cakes, everything, and they had a whole dog party with all the dogs that because they all know each other. Then they dropped them all home with goodie bags and it was a whole big thing. The only two dogs that weren't invited was Delilah and her best friend. No. Okay, yes. there's so many things that's wrong with this one. I'm very sorry that Delilah was left out. Well, she's that's feeling a horrible really, thing. She's feeling really left out and so am I. Yep. <laughs> We're the only two people and they're they're the same dog. So Delilah's an Australian Shepherd and the other dog that didn't get invited was also an Australian Shepherd. Wait, I, is that some sort of breed um, sort of uh, – Discrimination. Discrimination, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, Shepherd discrimination, I think. No, I think it is because um, Australian Shepherds, as beautiful as they might be, are such – a handful. Delilah is the cheekiest, naughtiest. Like you, they they wanted to have dogs there unsupervised. Also, the party is weird AF. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, I'm first. glad you said that. There's something very wrong, and you shouldn't be friends with that person who's having a dog party like that because no, that's very strange. I actually think it's funny the the fact. I great. Do you know what? I love that people love their animals so much that they're throwing parties. But it's like I, I imagine. I don't have kids. I imagine it's when there's a birthday party at school and all the kids get invited except that one or two kids. Yeah, but if you're having a birthday party for all the kids and it's unsupervised, like you're not having the parents there, it's drop and go, no one wants a really naughty kid there. What? So you Everyone's don't invite like, the ADHD kid? Is that what you do, Laura? Okay, we're not saying that Delilah has ADHD. I think she I think does. Doggy, she's got dog ADHD. She goes doggy sure. ADHD. Okay, no, you can't leave out any kids. It's a bit different with the dogs. But I think she knows. She's been acting differently how at the did park. You, how Her did tail's you find been out? down. She's oh. moping around the trees and she's sort of looking on at the other dogs from the, she knows. Wait, she's did you take did you take her to the dog park on the day of the party? Because then and there, none were no of dogs her, there. there were no dogs there. <laughs> and then she would have known. She's like, hold on a second. There's something happening that I wasn't invited to. There was a WhatsApp group between the dogs and they, they put Delilah out. Well, that's what I want to know. How did you even find out about this? Do you have like a dog park WhatsApp group? Is that how it Yeah, works? there is. But the, <laughs> the other dog. Get no, there isn't. No, the there other isn't. dog that didn't get no, invited. The other dog didn't get invited. They told me. Wait, how did the... The dog told... Not the... <laughs> the dog told she was like, you? Like, and I was like, no oh. way, Fido. Yeah, You're no. insane. No, the other dog's parent told me. They're like, hey, I don't know if you've heard yet, but our dogs were the only ones not invited to the party. So this mum's bitching. She's... No, she was just telling me the gods. We're all still friends. We pretend like... I don't know if she knows that I know that she knows that I know. What do you do now when you go to the <laughs> But I think I've figured it out. Uh-huh. It has to be because Delilah is just too good looking. Her friend is really good looking uh. too. So I reckon they just didn't want the good looking dog. Then. What do you reckon it is, Laura? Do you think it's because Delilah is too good looking and answer honestly? Or is it because she's a menace of a dog? <laughs> Delilah is very good looking. She is a beautiful dog but that why? always needs to be supervised. <laughs> Let's leave it at that so we don't hurt your feelings, Britt. Um, all right, next on the show. Oh, my God, as you know, I'm a Gen Z and I'm very young. There's a new trend sweeping my gen uh, that I think you're going to love, actually, and I'll bring it to the table next on The Pickup. Is it dog parties? No. <laughs> it's The Pickup Thursday Arvo with Britt, Laura, and Mitch. Uh, try the new fragrance DC10 Sport 100ml by Dan Carter. That's what the DC stands for. Mm. Uh, new and exclusive to Chemist Warehouse for just $49.99. Now, as you know, I'm the youngest person uh, in the history of the world to ever be on radio. Oh, you um, are truly a genius. You did just win the Guinness World Records. Yeah. I did. I'm a Gen Zer. I'm on the cusp. I can be Gen Z or I can be millennial, but I identify with Gen Z and especially at the moment with this new trend that is all over TikTok. And I think you two are going to actually be for this. It's called Lazy Girl Jobs, not because we're being lazy. It's an anti-hustle dig. Back in the day, you would like 
be the first one into the office and the last one to leave. This is basically saying true work-life balance, like all the stuff that I talked about here, working smarter, not harder, saying yes to that learning opportunity because we know it's not just a learning opportunity that would give us a raise. It usually doesn't happen like that, right? They're just getting a discount on labor. Everything that I'm talking about here is considered lazy if you compare it to the toxic corporate workplace mm. expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now women across the oh, globe stop. are quitting their jobs and getting menial, stress-free office jobs, which all that they really need to do is copy and paste, send some emails, they get an hour-long lunch break and they work a nine-to-five and they check out. I'm sorry, I'm not about this. She's a twat. This is the problem. If you are actually happy in your life to go through this with no ambition, no drive, not wanting to actually do the best that you can do, do it. But that's on you. I could think of nothing worse than being an underachiever and taking advantage of people that are paying me and giving me a job. Sorry, it's cancelled the lazy girl for me. Okay, Britt, I agree with a lot of this. I really do. Because I think that there's nothing less attractive than someone who just has zero ambition or desire to do anything. Like, I mean... How boring would it get totally. if you spent all day copying and pasting a couple of emails and listening to podcasts? Sounds great for a week. Uh, two years of doing that, you're not going to be very inspired by your work. But I do think that when we were younger, like when we were in our getting our first jobs in our early 20s and whatnot, the expectation to hustle so hard was almost too much. Like I used to drive two hours, two hours to work, two hours home from work, to make less than $30,000 a year and still live with my mother. It's not about hustling. It's just about work ethic. Imagine, Laura, you're a business owner. Imagine if you found out that all your employees were in a group text laughing, taking the piss, that they listen to podcasts, take breaks whenever they want on your money. I hate to break it to you. They do. They would. They do because people do that because we do it. Everyone does it. I'm sorry. I used to work 90 hours a week. I, I, this, I would never put myself in and this what, category. And what, did you go home and bow down to your supervisor and go, I love you, amen, I'll kiss your shoes? But you what know, are you talking I, about? I worked in a hospital and then went to two other jobs when I wasn't there. And that's not because, it's, it's because it's work ethic. I want to get ahead in life and that's what you have to do. I also think, though, that there's a big responsibility that lies on the employer and it lies on the culture of the company. Because if you do have people who are truly lazy in your office environment, those people stand out like a sore thumb. So I almost don't blame the people who are kind of the lazy girls girls and they're rotting the system, it also comes down to the culture of what the company is that you work at. I'm also all for it because at the end of the day, you're only going to be abused by someone else. You shouldn't just be allowed to be abused by those that are above you. Take advantage of them back. Oh, That's empowering. I'm not you're for switching it. No. the power back hang into on. your own hands because this isn't, this, she's not going to continue like this for her life. This could be for a three month period while you recover from something. This could be for six months while you save up. You don't have to hustle your whole life. I think it's an empowering choice that someone can but make. But it's not about hustling and God knows where you got abuse from. This has nothing to do with abuse. They're literally just saying we want to do as little as possible in our life. You can have your nine to five, your Monday to Friday, but still do a good job. Put the yeah. effort in. You don't have to sit there and literally take advantage of everyone else and be like, I'm I'm going to do nothing and get like they're bragging about the fact that they do nothing for a good paycheck. And I'm I, not about it. And I, I agree. The big thing is, is that this is the this is the environment on TikTok, on social media, where people see these aspirational lifestyles and they think, how can I achieve that with doing the least amount possible? And I do think that that's where the comparison culture of social media comes into play. And also it sets a super unrealistic expectation. Most people can't just have cushy jobs and get paid to do nothing. No. 
People build houses. People have got to go to work. They've got to be plumbers. They've got yeah. to do all many different things. People work for it. Not just sit and push a couple of emails. I know, but on the flip side of that, imagine being these people watching influencers get paid $100,000 for one Instagram post. Why Why should then other people be allowed to go and do a nine-to-five and have to hustle and work under someone and work hard and respect they the job? They can go it's start their own business if yeah. they want, Mitch, not totally. take advantage of someone else's money. I know, and they and can. And then go see how hard you actually have but to work. But get a lazy girl job and do it on the side. <laughs> I'm I, all for This is why I'm Gen Z. I fully identify. You guys are boomers. I've understood and I'm I'm a Gen Z and I connect now. I think what we're hearing is you're lazy. We it all, it all makes sense. I, yeah, I own a couple of businesses and you would be fine. Um, uh, what's up? We're done. We're, that's us. That is always something lazy girl would say. <laughs> we're we're done. Done. <laughs> we are done. It's always so nice to end a show on an argument. Oh, it feels invigorating, doesn't Laura it? Laura and I, uh, let's continue. We've got a lot to talk about. And she's like, nah, I think that's a wrap there. Yeah, i got a break. Hold on. I'm putting my AirPods in. I've got a podcast <laughs> to listen to. You talk about this, but you're coming back tonight. You're always I here. Know, you I hustle know. more than I, most of us. I am. If you missed any of the show, you can catch up on the pickup on our podcast. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, and when cold and flu strikes, Demazin gets it done. Always follow the directions for use. Yeah, we have our favourite boys other than you, Mitch Cherry, Will Mm. and Woody. They're going to be driving us home. What do you got for us today? Gee whiz. I mean, we've got your Taylor Swift tickets. And when I say tickets, I mean the plural, guys. A whole row of Taylor Swift tickets we are giving away on our show. Row, row, row. Of tickets. Nice. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. See you guys. Catch you later. Ciao.